The way we consume and share news today it is largely rooted in social media outlets, a reason why it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online from the hottest issues to trends for our daily social media minute. We're joined by Erica. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Yes, happy Tuesday. It's a little bit foggy outside. Is it? I yeah. love I love like a little bit of haze. Yeah. Yeah. Ethereal. It, it's it's lifting slowly, but uh, when I left my home this morning there was a lot of fog, mm. uh, especially along the highway. All right. Yeah. So be careful if That's you're on right. the roads. All right, jump into our first buzzword of the day. So on paper, I can see why the government might be inclined to make such a decision. I'm not quite sure if it's a good one. Now, the government has been criticized for its plan to, get this, promote workers with multiple children. Yeah. And uh, what they mean by multiple children... Well, for now, it means more than two children, okay. like two or more children. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you know, the details still have to be hashed out. But for now, uh, the government says this decision was made as part of its efforts to to tackle South Korea's record low birth rate and uh, aging population issue. So we know why they did it. Yep. Um, if it's effective and not contentious with no one else really getting their shorter under the stick, not quite. Mm. Uh, tell us about the legislation. Yeah, so two weeks ago, on October 16th, uh, the Ministry of Personnel Management made a, a sort of a pre-announcement okay. of this legislation to revise the decree on the appointment of public officials. Uh, the revision includes granting additional points for ah. promotions uh, to grant grade 8 and grade 9 civil servants with two or more children. Okay, so does this mean if, let's say, hypothetically, overall scores are the same for more than two candidates, ones with multiple children could have priority over those who don't? Yeah, they could have priority over others. In theory, that seems to be the case. Uh, The ministry noted that details, including the definition of multiple children and uh, exactly how many additional points will be granted uh, will be decided by the head of each ministry. Okay, so I mean, I'm sure there's a little bit of adjustment Mm. period. When will the revision be implemented? Uh, The ministry says it is working to implement the revision in January, which is only like, what, two months away now? A little over. Now, since the pre-announcement of the legislation was made, there have been... uh, (laughs) Plenty of opinions uh, that have been posted in online communities, on social media, including blind. Uh, For example, one civil servant wrote, when colleagues take maternity leave or childcare leave, it is mostly single employees that are forced to take over their duties. Like they're being punished for being single. I know, right? (laughs) But now it looks like the singles will be passed over for promotions under this new revision. Mm. I don't think that is fair. Mm. 
And I completely agree. Yeah, I think it's again about yeah. a policy not being so thorough. Right. So it doesn't see that then who gets the shorter end of the stick, whether it's intended or not. It, it turns out to be moot. Yes. Another person wrote, the policy can work against singles right. and those with no children, as well as those with an only child. And even people having difficulty conceiving children, oh. even if they desperately want to have children. These are some, all good some points. Fair points, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, regarding the controversy, the ministry stressed that the promotions will continue to be based on competence. But just bonus points if you yeah. happen to have yeah. two or more children. That's right. Uh, the, the ministry noted the revision could be subject to reconsideration if public opinion remains negative, uh, but added that for now, the ministry is aiming to implement this new uh, legislation, this but look new at that. policy in January. They're very well aware that there is a yeah, divided commentary right. and mm. they'll reconsider if public opinion remains yeah. negative. negative. I can, well, it's about what's fair, right? Is this fair? I, I, I mean, even as a bystander, it's hard for uh, me to see it's that. It's so tricky, this issue. There's Isn't so it? many things to consider here. Absolutely. I, I mean, again, valiant effort for what you want to do. Yeah. Is it the right direction? Uh, and how sustainable is it, right? The people have spoken. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on to our second buzzword of the day. Another suspected marijuana sales, a flyer that was found at a university and it has led to a police investigation. Yeah, so... Something similar happened recently, and uh, it looks like another flyer uh, advertising suspected marijuana sales Mm -hmm. has been found at Kongu University in Seoul just yesterday, and Mm -hmm. the police are currently searching for the distributor of these flyers. According to officials at the university, uh, these business-sized flyers uh, promoting liquid weed was found tucked into a window of a car that was parked in the basement uh, of the school's arts and design building uh, earlier in the day. The message on the flyer begins with, do you need inspiration? Mm. And it also claims the substance is totally legal and that you should get it while it's still legal. Oh, now, that's completely misleading, isn't it's it? It's completely misleading. Now, Congo University says uh, it has issued an emergency mm. notification. It has warned students not to access the QR code at the back of the flyer if they happen to get their hands on one of these flyers. So like you said, Yerika, the incident comes after the same flyer was found recently at Hongik University's art department building. Yes, exactly. So um, that happened just a few days ago. It was all over the news. Now, under South Korea's Drug Control Act, exporting importing, producing, selling, or advertising marijuana is illegal unless it is specifically authorized by the chief of the Ministry of Food and Drug Safety. And it's safe to assume that it was not authorized by anyone. Because most importantly, marijuana has not been legal in South Korea. Yeah, ever. Ever. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's move on to our third buzzword of the day. New data is suggesting that there might be a correlation between parent income Mm. and and high student test scores. Yes. Um, you know, this is an issue that we often talk about here in South Korea as yeah, well. Yeah. And uh, it looks like it's more universal than we think. Mm. Uh, new data from economists at Harvard University reveals how standardized test scores, SAT test scores of mm. students are directly 
influenced by the income level of their parents. Causal relationship. Is there or is there not? At least this study mm. is saying there yes. is. So share with us results of this data mm-hmm. and the numbers. Yeah, so the data shows that one third of children from the wealthiest American families uh, scored 1,300 points or higher. Uh, and less than 5% of middle class students achieved the same score. Now, top 0.1% of income earners um, achieved significantly higher scores than those from families just below them. So the disparity is quite apparent. It's obvious. The data shows that children from wealthy families are overrepresented mm. at elite colleges, um, not only due to a preferential treatment in admission processes, but also because they're better prepared academically from a very young age, years mm. before they enter college. Mm. And this inequality in educational opportunities, it mm. persists throughout schooling, and it has widened, unfortunately, in the past five decades. I mean, I think it's easy for us to make assumptions about a system far, far away from mm. us, right? And the grass is always greener on the other side. But the discrepancy has been clearer, yep. even in the touted American education system. In fact, I grew up with it, and we had this discussion 20, mm-hmm. 30 years ago. Yep. The discrepancy has always been there, and now there's just more proof to say That's right. that the gap starts early and only widens as you get older. Mm. So the gap in students' academic performance seems to coincide with this rise in income inequality in America, so it's exasperated. Um, The truth is children from disadvantaged neighborhoods are already at a disadvantage when they enter kindergarten. It starts very, very young, Mm -hmm. this, uh, you know, disparity. Uh, And schools right now across America, they're struggling to undo this damage. Um, Efforts have been made to address preferential treatment for wealthy and white families uh, in college admissions, such as legacy admissions. Mm -hmm. But the measures fail to address the underlying inequality in education. So it's a really vicious cycle. Uh, schools in poor neighborhoods struggle to attract quality teachers, right. and then they lack resources for student support. Affluent schools have the means to provide additional opportunities, yeah. the right environment, attract the right teachers. Yeah. You get the gist. That's right. Um, and these class differences are becoming more and more extreme. Um, and that means parental competition to secure their children's future has increased as well, which leads to further inequality in education. Again, it's a vicious cycle, like you mentioned. Mm. Uh, The data underscores the need to address the deeper inequality in education. Um, Efforts to provide equal opportunities should extend beyond college admissions to early childhood education and resource allocation in schools. How to do it is the tricky uh, question. Yes, education the world over. I mean, eh, I don't know. I've always said that uh, the education here in South Korea, the education system, is like uh, this big elephant in the room. Yeah. You know, we all recognize that it's there. It's a problem. It's like it's not just an elephant. It's big and yeah. it's like flaring and like it's like sending me like warning signals. Yeah. But it's it's hard to take it apart right. and start from scratch. Yeah. All right, Erica. <laughs> but at least these studies help us better understand the current situation. Yep. Thank you very much. Pleasure as always. I'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.